Welcome to the View Tourism Podcast. I'm Koji Benson Williams. The View Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. In today's episode, the CEO of Milvest Investment and one of the conveners of Africa Tourism Leadership Forum, Mila Matola, previews this year's events, which is a few days away. He says the strategic partnership with the African Continental Free Trade Agreement will be one of the highlights of this year's ATLF. So, Mr. Matola, uh, we are now entering into the SIT Africa uh, Tourism Leadership Forum. Uh, can you give us uh, a picture of the preparation so far out there in uh, Botswana? Yeah, thank you, Kojo. Um, well, preparations are, are going very well. Uh, if you followed uh, uh, on our website and uh, also our communications uh, on social media, you will see that uh, we have quite a stellar lineup uh, for, for this particular year. But I think what's interesting for us is uh, especially the, uh, the partnership with uh, the Africa Continental Free Trade Area on the forum on tourism creatives and cultural industries. We think that's uh, really a, a, a huge milestone uh, as far as uh, the ATLF is concerned. Okay, great. Now, uh, usually for all the fifth, uh, fifth editions that you've always been very active and, uh, you know, uh, behind, uh, you know, Kwachi and ATP and, uh, you know, Milvest, you've always been the one in charge of synthesis and all of that. Now, it brings me to exactly what you said last year in Haboroni, where in rounding up uh, all the things that happened in the three days, you did mention of how this particular five, uh, the fifth edition is a watershed moment. Give us a highlight of what you think uh, the, the, the event itself has achieved in its fifth anniversary, now going to sixth anniversary. Sixth year, sorry. Look, um, the ATLF has uh, really cemented its uh, role and position as a, a pan-African uh, thought leadership platform, which brings together, um, you know, key role players in the industry uh, to not only deliberate, uh, but come up with actionable solutions uh, that will assist in tourism development across the continent. Uh, and and that, that, I think, is a, is a, is a key, uh, you know, achievement for a platform like this. Uh, we, we do not have, as you know, uh, anywhere else on the continent, the platform that, that seeks to achieve this and has, has, has been able to do so consistently. But uh, talking about the um, fifth uh, ATLF, uh, which held in Habaruni last year, um, we, we believe that uh, that, you know, in my view, was a, a watershed uh, because it really received uh, support from not not only just the usual role players we've had in the tourism industries, your ministers, your policymakers, uh, you know, the business uh, leaders in the tourism industry, uh, also including uh, uh, institutions of research or institutions of higher learning. Uh, with a focus on the on the industry but it also you know received the full support of uh, the, the the president of uh, the, the republic of botswana which was a significant endorsement for what the atlf has set out to do and we see uh, the future years uh, the atlf building on that and we we see it garnering more and more support uh, uh, from leaders uh, in, in in the in the public sector leaders in policy making 
supporting the ATLF and what its vision is and what it seeks to achieve for tourism on this continent. Ah, great. And obviously that, uh, that, that year or last year was a very important moment with, as, as, as you mentioned, the president of uh, you know Botswana gracing the occasion, but uh, uh, in terms yes. of some of the wins, because all, also uh, I think you know sometimes we lose sight of things that happen that obviously you don't have control over in terms of uh, networking opportunities and uh, a platform which always is a gateway you know for business has created uh, for the industry. If you engage with a sector, uh, do you get a feedback of a sort from that perspective? Uh, yes, we do. We do. I think uh, the networking uh, events and uh, sessions at ATLF are structured in such a way that uh, we look towards actionable so solutions. Um, and I'll give you one example. If you, if you look back to Haboroni, uh, that's one of the discussions where we raise the issue of an apex body for tourism in the continent, a business body uh, that seeks to you know, drive tourism uh, development, uh, uh, engage with governments to try and address some of the barriers and issues that impact tourism on the continent. And that was one of the resolutions that actually came out of uh, the ATLF. And now we actually have uh, a, a body of that nature coming to the fore. Uh, but we are also seeing other regions uh, similarly doing the same to make sure that uh, they come up with a, a bodies that can engage government, uh, especially private sector bodies that can engage government uh, around tourism issues. But having an apex body that looks at this from a continental uh, perspective is something that has uh, really not been done in a long time, uh, uh, if you think about it. We had regional bodies like the Ritosas and all that, but having an apex continental uh, body uh, is something that is quite a remarkable achievement. And that came out of deliberations at uh, the ATLF. Okay, uh, great. Now let's stay on that, you know, a bit. Obviously, uh, you know, ATLF also is is a driver of, uh, you know, intra-African travels. And I know that in the past we'd have, you know, we've had, you know, uh, panels speaking on aviation connectivity, etc. Now, do you get frustrated around how tourism, particularly, you know, is not? Uh, or is seemingly not to be to be to, to coming on board with the aviation sectors to open up uh, Africa because I give you a, an example of Cef uh, Air that is you know deploying a lot of routes in Southern Africa. The CMO mm. on you know John Howell's uh, podcast did mention that they've invested quite a lot. So when they're not mm. have to get the support within or from the tourism uh, you know bodies or the DMOs. Uh, it, it's 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 quite uh, you know disappointing, but if I'm to take your thoughts around that kind of push, what mm. what do you mm. think uh, ATLF or such platform can add to this you know uh, uh, problem that we are facing in terms of traveling uh, you know on the continent? Look, I think ATLF has sought to concern itself with, uh, amongst others, issues of. Uh, of, of travel, of access, uh, uh, of, you know, just ease of travel across the continent, but issues of airlift, uh, of getting, uh, you know, to, to, to support the drive towards getting more and more uh, airlines flying, connecting uh, our, our destinations across the continent. So intra-Africa travel has been a central theme of the ATLF over the past uh, five editions that uh, we, we have seen. But coming to the issue of uh, DMO support, I think increasingly, uh, we will see that uh, destination management organizations are going to have to support 
initiatives uh, to drive uh, access and mobility within the continent, simply because uh, COVID taught us that we have to address this matter if we are going to grow our tourism sustainably. It's not sustainable to only rely on uh, overseas travels as coming into this country. There is a lot of travel that happens and can happen even more within the continent. And therefore, to develop our own destinations, develop our own continent, we have to give that a huge thr thrust and make it one of the key drives. And the destination management organizations have to come on board with this. And so I think it is very important that uh, we not lose sight of this uh, uh, particular aspect. And that's why each ATLF forum does speak to the issue of uh, access of mobility of intra-Africa travel, but also how do we get airlines, more airlines, to almost stitch the continent together and make travel across our continent a lot easier. Because if we do that, we'll have not only more leisure travel, but more business travel, more travel for meetings, and that can grow our tourism economy within the continent, that living uh, you know, without even focusing on the uh, overseas markets. Great. Now, it just take me straight to the uh, the AFCFTA, uh, you know, coming on board. And the fact that many yes. of the industry had some reservations around the conversation being had without tourism, you know, in the framework of the uh, AFCFTA and all of that. What are they going to do? What is understanding and how are they going to bring tourism in the space of uh, what they're doing in terms of trade? Because they talk trade and don't talk tourism as we've seen in all the, all the uh, you know, uh, communications out there. So if you can uh, give us a sneak peek into exactly what, what is going to happen with them uh, in terms of partnerships and in terms of what this, uh, you know, this year's issue will, you know, will be like. Look, I think the AFCFTA speaks, as you rightly say, largely around trade, but we can understand why they do that because the protocol on, on, on trade in services of the AFCFTA actually covers tourism because tourism falls under trade uh, and i think now there's a very clear recognition of the role that uh, tourism can play on developing the continent and the fcfta has a very i think good grasp of this and that is why they are bringing to the center the discussion around uh, intra-africa travel tourism the contribution of the cultural industries towards uh, uh, not only tourism but also uh, as, as a trade sector, building uh, uh, the development of uh, intra-Africa uh, trade relations, building on intra-Africa travel, using our culture, our heritage as one of the means of driving this. So the fact, as I said earlier, that uh, the AFCFTA has seen it fit to you know, partner with the, the ATLF on the Forum on Tourism and Creatives and Cultural Industries shows you the importance that they place on tourism, shows you the importance and their understanding that tourism has a very key role to play in addressing issues of development, addressing issues of poverty in the continent. And that is why I think they are bringing center stage. And it falls, as I said, within trade, and therefore it's a natural progression. Okay, uh, I mean, finally, again, uh, what as we enter this seat, uh, edition, what are you expecting? And uh, what is the target of you know ATP and Nilves and all the partners with this edition? Look, with this edition, uh, um, you know, we're really looking to how would I say center stage or put to the center stage uh, uh, tourism and the assets that it uses, which is culture and heritage. Bring those to the center and say through these economies, the creative economy, the tourism economy. 
we can create a better Africa. And I think that is really what we're seeking to do. And we believe that uh, in the deliberations that you'll see and hear at the edition of the ATLF, that will be really the center of the discussions. How do we build a better Africa using, amongst other things, uh, the tourism industry, the creative industries, the heritage economies? That is one of the critical areas. But we'll also again look at uh, bringing in, as always, issues of uh, technology, innovation, uh, as part of the, the deliberations. But the center stage this time around, we think it's the, the issue of how do you drive uh, development of the continent using the creative and cultural industries, as well as tourism. Mr. Mazola, thank you so much for your wonderful insights. And we look forward to an exciting edition in uh, Haboroni. And again, let me use the day to wish you a happy World Tourism Day. And you have a great day. Thank you very much. Happy Tourism Day to all of us. Thank you. Bye.